You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on The Cooligans, we are talking about some of the news, some of the injustice, uh, yep. and a lot of things that are going on in soccer. You know, so, you know, maybe uh, let, let's look up uh, Alexander Katai's wife's Instagram and see if anything comes up. <laughs> let's not do that. But also, we talked to CJ Sapong, who I promise you has a lot to say. You got to listen to this, that, and more today on The Cooligans! Hi, this is Ashlyn Harris and Allie Krieger, and you are listening to our best friends and favorite comedians, The Cooligans, <laughs> bitch. Yeah, baby! Yes! Let's go! Let us go. Because <laughs> Let us go. Get your hands off. <laughs> Set me free. Hey, yo. Uh, because it has been crazy the last uh, couple days. I mean, uh, the, whether it comes to protests, whether it's COVID, whether it's wild ass cops, uh, yep. it's, it, it is t- television. The world is just stressful. The uh, government <laughs> gassing its own people <laughs> to get a photo out. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, the emotional roller coaster of these last three months. Yeah. It's a, it's a roller coaster that keeps going down. Yeah. It's really, yeah. <laughs> At what just, point are we going to do the loop? <laughs> What do we need a loop? <laughs> okay, we gotta get we gotta head back up at some point. Oh uh, my god! No, hello everyone. Welcome to the Cooligans uh, again. Uh, hi, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. All right, we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest uh, soccer show. That is available to you in the world. That's right, but it's not just that. It also, is the gulliest. Okay. Scrat. And this uh, today's episode is going to be exactly that. It is quite on brand. Oh, this one, this shirt, uh, this this episode deserves a gullion shirt. I think. It earned it, dude. Okay, just put it right there on, on the camera. Uh, yeah. I can't see the show. You don't need to. You experiencing it through gully vision. Okay, yeah, those are what those are like the the, the glasses you find in the back of comic books. The uh-huh. <laughs> We all know that reference, Christian. <laughs> Unless it was in the back of a cereal box, I didn't get it. Uh, so, hello, everyone. Uh, yeah, like uh, like I said, man, it, it's been uh, yeah, it's been stressful. It not only it feels like a lot is changing in uh, in the world, and and for very much uh, good reason. Uh, so, we, Dude, I, since I think- the last episode, a city has dis- or has agreed to disband its police department. Okay, the world right. is literally changing in front of our eyes. <laughs> On so a week we, to week basis, we have to be, you know, excited and happy about about some of the changes, and and, and also, you know, think about a lot of people are sacrificing a lot. Uh, there's yeah. been uh, injury, there's been deaths uh, for, for you know amongst people fighting for this change, and and a lot is you know a, a lot of the people fighting for that change are in the soccer community uh, as well. And we talked about it last time, and also thank you to a lot of people. We got a lot of messages uh, from people that appreciated uh, the. Show show that we did talking about uh, police brutality and 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 the the injustices and and the murder of George Floyd uh, and and it was very motivating for me uh, to to feel like that we were helping some people with with the conversation that we had it's difficult for us you know the, these are conversations we've had like 
Yo, what do we do in these situations? Even going back to when we first started and, you know, there was a racist abuse during soccer games and stuff like that. It's like, is it our place to talk about it as a show that, you know, sort of pertains to be comedy? You know what I mean? And and I want to I want to thank the fans that have reached out because we're always we always walk a, a sort of a, a cautious line when it comes to trying to be funny in light of very serious topics. And honestly, it's our mental health issue that we make everything funny. It's really what makes us comedians. <laughs> it's a, something bad happens. Like, you know, a mutual friend of ours is going through a divorce. My first thought is, well, now you got an hour's worth of material. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. that's a comedian. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, well, look on, at that. On, now you got less work to do <laughs> and no one to bother you because you're going to be alone. <laughs> you know, uh. <laughs> I mean, some people, bl- some people are just blessed with oh, these wow. kind of gifts. Well, aren't we lucky? divorce. <laughs> it's like you know that sort of our first, as you can see here, our first instinct <laughs> is to try to be funny. And in some situations, we're very cautious about like, yo, should we even try? Like, how do we do that? And and I'd like to congratulate you, Christian. I, you know, you've, you, I think. You know, and I'm congratulations back to me. Thank you. Uh, but I think what, you've done an incredible job uh, of sort of of, of uh, mitigating that. You know what I mean? Okay. But, yeah. uh, was that a compliment? And, uh, yes. I'm not even really I, sure. I thought we were going to compliment each other and you were just like, uh-huh. No, I'm good. What about you, Alexis? You got work to do, my guy. I don't know. <laughs> mitigating what? I don't know. Okay, sure. Uh, like figuring fine. that out. You know, that's a difficult okay. line to, to track. Yes. Likewise, Alexis. I, there I, I don't it is. Th- yeah. You're I don't welcome. think we... we it, this, it's, it is in our uh, nature at this point to, to not... Uh, you know, ever have a, a, a strictly serious conversation. So, no, that's not uh, why I you think come that, here. <laughs> so, I think it's helpful for some people. And yeah, we're excited because CJ Sapong is on the show uh, uh, tonight. And, and and we get to have uh, that, we get to continue that conversation uh, w- with a player who is very much on the forefront uh, of trying to instill change and, and, uh, and get that message across. So, uh, I, I'm excited to talk to him uh, today. So, uh, we should address a couple of things. Uh, that are going on uh, just in the news in the soccer world and, and uh, really one of the big ones was obviously Alexander Katai uh, LA Galaxy uh, removed uh, he was released from the team after his wife uh, posted uh, trash you know posted atrocious awful, messages yeah uh, yes uh, on, on her Instagram and, and people were uh, one LA Galaxy fans everybody was upset uh, and 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 shout out to Galaxy fan because they were immediate in like get him some off of them the team. protested at the stadium in front of the Beckham statue saying <laughs> no racist right. get him off the team I mean that that to me is the solidarity that I expect when it comes to soccer now we just got to make sure we got to keep that Beckham statue there. Do not remove it. No, uh, no, I, know, no, no. I know statues are coming down right now, but that he's one a good stays. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. A good guy. <laughs> Beckham is an ally. Beckham stays. Uh, but it's it's beautiful to see. Somebody posted on Twitter, oh, not surprised to hear about this with LA Galaxy uh, because their fans are racist. And all the, uh, at least all the LA Galaxy fans that we follow or that I follow sprung up like, wait, where did you hear? None of them were saying like, that's bullshit. They're like, what did you hear? Let us know. We'll take care of it. We don't mess with racists. And that's yeah. exactly that's that's exactly what we have to do with soccer fans. We can't allow. We can't be like they're allowed to have their opinion. Yeah, you are on the outside of the stadium. <laughs> Go over there. Take our shirt off. That's how it should yeah. be. And you know, and some people were were commenting like, uh, you know, why is he getting in trouble for something his wife said? And that ain't that ain't it, fam. That's not that the ain't move, the take. my guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? We, when we talk about you know. 
for better or for worse, till death do us part. Yeah. Uh, yo, you got to take some of the responsibility. And it, 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 it it is very much a, uh, uh, um, you know, like it, it, it's not a like when when t- you know it's real and shocking when somebody's like, I'm filing for divorce right now. Yeah, that's not what Katai did because right. I was like, I cannot believe she said that. <gasps> it, it, it's like the the gif of pretends to be shocked. You know? Yeah, she exactly. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna have to have a conversation with her. <laughs> what do you mean have to have? <laughs> no, no, no. That's Call your lawyer, my dude. If you're really about this, <laughs> you need to have a conversation with your attorney. That's what yeah. you need to be doing. Uh-huh. Start splitting up the furniture, my dude. <laughs> and uh, a lot to be excited about because so- soccer is uh, coming back uh, across the world. Uh, we already got updates for uh, La Liga, which yep. is uh, which has already started uh, today. Uh, and by the time then, you're uh, watching this. Exactly. It's so on, the, baby. <laughs> yeah, and then so they the the you know more matches this weekend, which you can watch on Fubo TV if you do not have it. Please uh-huh. do that. Uh, <laughs> okay, coincidentally, uh, and and also Premier League. Premier League will be returning on the on June seventeenth. Uh, so it, this is because you know it, this is the the weird part of all this. Great news. Love that we're getting soccer back uh, mm-hmm. across the world. What's frustrating as 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 an American soccer fan and just as an American, it is frustrating that a, a, a lot of these countries were were so hard hit by coronavirus where you were like these these their their businesses everything's going to be out of commission for months and americans were like wow bummer what's going on in uh, spain and italy huh weird what's (laughs) happening out there we're good though (laughs) and look at this and now our soccer is coming back after theirs which i would have never believed after seeing you know some of the stuff that was in the news yeah but i mean don't forget we were the epicenter of the disease for the pandemic for a hot minute by the way pandemic's still going on so i wish all you know everyone luck coming back uh good luck the issue with uh, it's hot hot pandemic summer okay don't don't forget hashtag taken care of Megan the Stallion is creating a song for it. Okay, <laughs> this pandemic will ravage. Uh, so, uh, but Premier League is coming back, and so we've been talking about. You don't like the fake crowd noise for Bundesliga matches. I don't mind it. FIFA's like we're gonna do the same thing. Not FIFA. Premier League's like we're gonna do the same thing, but we're gonna use the FIFA crowd noise. So mm. not only are we gonna have a DJ spinning tracks of. No, we're not going to have fans chanting. We're going to have <laughs> the fake fans chanting from the video game. <laughs> okay, so what we, this it's worse than plastic fans. It's, yeah. These are gra- pixels. Digital, yeah. <laughs> Yo, Digital. binary fans. We should have we like uh, we should have the button to switch it to the Spanish announcers, and it's the two guys from the video game. I think game. they should remove the fans from the actual video game to make it feel like real life. That would be amazing. <laughs> Empty stadium. You hear the players going like, yo, that hurt. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, we'll be back because we have CJ Sapong of the Chicago Fire joining us. Uh, and we're going to have a great conversation with him. So we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the show so far. Uh, we just want to give you a word from this isn't really a sponsor, but this is we, uh, a great place to donate, I think, uh, in light of everything that's happening. Yeah, there's uh, I mean, a lot of people have uh, just kind of wondered uh, what they can do to help and how, how to support with either the protests or talking about police reform or just getting more informed or uh, anything like that. There's uh, a, a bunch of uh, people doing great work kind of compiling all that information 
Foundation. Uh, and one of them that was uh, really, really great uh, was a, 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 a link. It's called Black, BlackLivesMatters.card.co. With two uh, R's in card. Correct. And uh, uh, so, yeah, again, Black Lives Matters uh, dot card with two R's dot C-O. Uh, and if you go to our uh, Twitter page, uh, just ask Soccer Cooligans. Uh, it's our pinned tweet. Uh, you can click on it. You can see. Uh, it's a big resource. It tells you like a lot of different places you can sign petitions, how to text who and how to text or call, where to donate, even more resources. Exactly. And even information for uh, if you're a protester, what, what to bring with you, what what to what best practices, how to uh, how to stay safe. There's a lot of information there uh, that, that I found super useful. Um, there's also uh, another link. If you just look at that thread, um, there's a, 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 a link. Called uh, secure.actblue.com, which is if you want to donate, some people don't know who to donate to. There's a lot of, um, there's just a lot of places that you can help support, and, and it could be overwhelming or confusing. Or uh, you, you don't, don't know how much to give who, you know, or you, don't, or you don't even know if it's real, right? That, that's been another like concern. Um, but this is another uh, great opportunity if you do want to donate, like uh, you can donate to, you make, basically make one donation and it splits it amongst about like 10 different groups. Like, so I'll read them. It's Black Lives Matter Global Network, Reclaim the Block, National Bailout, Black Visions Collective, NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund, the National Police Accountability Project, Color of Change Education Fund, Unicorn Riot, Campaign Zero, Advancement Project, and the Marshall Project. So one donation to act to secure dot act com slash donate slash ab underscore mn which again you could just click on it if you go to our social media but one uh if you go to our twitter i should say if you one donation will split that up amongst all of those different groups so you'll be able to support the entire lot in one chunk which is absolutely amazing exactly so um yeah please do that if uh you know if you know i know a lot of people are uh not in a place to be able to donate but this is why um uh looking at that resource from from you know the card.co link uh, there's other things that you can do. And it's not, if you don't have uh, money at the moment, uh, there's other ways you can help. So uh, I, I encourage everybody to check that out. Uh, and yeah, all we can say is uh, thank you for uh, listening to the show, for supporting, for for protesting, uh, for fighting for what is right and trying to initiate real change in the world. Uh, so we appreciate you. Uh, with that said, let's get back to the show. That's right, baby. We're back on the Cooligans. Our guest is here. I am so excited. Uh, I remember seeing this dude play for a while back when he was in Philly, but I really got to get a sense of his personality a little bit when he did a video for a mutual friend that we have, uh, Ibun, over at Live Brief Football. Uh, okay. For the maestro jacket. And I was like, yo, this dude seems chill as hell. How do I not know anything about him? You know what I mean? <laughs> and now I finally we get to talk. And we got a lot to talk about. There's a lot, yeah. there's a lot going on. <laughs> a lot of things happening that need to be brought up. <laughs> um, but I'm excited. Uh, playing with the Chicago Fire right now. I'm assuming he's excited to get back to that. Ladies and gentlemen, unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one, the only, your Chicago Fire own... Mm. CJ Sapong, everybody. CJ, what's good? What's good? What's good? <laughs> Thanks for that intro, man. I felt like I was on the field. Come on, I got you, dog. <laughs> I think he just announced you in, into a boxing match. Yeah. <laughs> You're about to get going. Playing, I, fighting I, out of the I, left corner. <laughs> 
CJ, dude, thank you so much uh, for joining us, man. And, and you know, I, I've been watching you the last uh, couple days, uh, doing the rounds, man. You're on uh, a lot of different uh, podcasts, a lot of different shows. You're on Instagram Live, really uh, uh, spreading the message and, and doing uh, a lot of positive things. Uh, so, I, I mean, I guess th- there's a lot to talk about because I want, I do want to get to know you, and I want uh, you know our viewers to get to know you a little bit better. But how are you? Uh, you know, how are you feeling right now, uh, especially after kind of uh, doing that work and putting putting more effort into uh, letting, you know, with, you know, part of, you know, I'm, I'm just going to say, like, letting white people know how they can be allies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, I feel great. I feel motivated after a very tough three months, basically, of quarantine and then the last two weeks with CBA stuff. I'm a player rep for my team, so I was filtering the information. Um, And then obviously the social injustice, that was kind of like the cherry on top. And after some, you know, dark nights of the soul and kind of cleansing and healing and understanding how much of myself I have suppressed up until this moment, that's a, a wild existential crossroads to come to, you know, especially in my individual experience where I, I meditate, I do yoga, I, I unplug and, and give time to myself and to finally be in a position where you can speak freely and, uh, and, and allow people to know the depth of the frustration and the unfairness. I mean, at, all black people are experts in this, you know? So <laughs> when I'm getting on these podcasts and I, you know, I definitely am humbled by people resonating with what I'm saying um, and say, you know, people said really great things about how, you know, I I articulate myself. I do remind them, though. Yeah, I mean, that's because I'm well versed in the atrocities of, you know, social injustice in this country. Um, So, yeah. But going off of that, I feel very motivated because now we can ask, uh, we can discuss, and we can move forward. And through my experience, mostly working with Sacred Seeds, nonprofit, sustainable agriculture based in urban areas, i.e. food deserts. So I've seen the impact the socioeconomic structure has had on minority people in general. So I'm like that. Shoot, the note's right behind me, y'all. Yeah, Zoom in, like, <laughs> let's yeah. go. Oh, you want to help now? I, 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 I could call you out, but I'm going to let that go. I'm going to let that heal. I'm going to show some compassion, and I'm going to welcome you with open arms and um, uh, yeah, see that's, where we can take this. That's great because, like, it, it, you know, a lot of people have been talking about the the emotional labor required. Like, it all happened at once. And, and you know, like, my, my girlfriend is white. Uh, talking to her family members and then a a little bit of it is like yo i can't handle this all at once i can't handle all your guilt at the same time you know so (laughs) it's not your responsibility to (laughs) fix it all i need a break (laughs) a little bit (laughs) it's it's crazy and here's something else also like and i think this is something that you and i have in common your girl and also your mother are both nurses my my girl my, my wife is a nurse the emotional sort of strain that the COVID-19 crisis brought about, especially not just people who are nurses and obviously working in healthcare and essential workers, but being 
there every day and seeing that and sort of the added stress on us to not want to make other people sick in case we got sick and so on and so forth. And then to add on top of that, all the social injustice that has been brought out finally. And it's amazing to me that you're doing things with, uh, you know, uh, urban development for food, because I grew up in an area that was very much a food desert. I grew up in Newark, New Jersey. So I saw that firsthand. You know, if we wanted food, we went to a bodega and I was like, yeah, I got food. I got mac and cheese. And they warmed it up for me for an extra 50 cents. What are you talking about? I'm going to be fine. You know, Cheetos. Right, exactly. Oh, you could throw the flaming hot Cheetos in the mac and cheese, and I don't know if you know that that's low-key pretty great with a little bit of the Chinese food hot sauce. Let's go. Okay. Anybody okay. want to know why I got high blood pressure? Oh, yeah, go on you. I'm going to show you. Uh, but, but to see the things you're doing, how important has it been to sort of have those things such as yoga and meditation and all those things, things I don't do, but how important is it for you to take a moment and be like, cause like Christian, Christian fighting off an entire family on his own. Like how, how, how important has that yeah. been for you to sort of recenter yourself and recharge? Cause yo, burnout is real. It's very real. And it's been my savior. The thing about meditation, yoga, all these uh, alternative modalities, right? They all have a basic principle that is rooted in connecting to all the energy that's around you. The way we live our lives, we're very disconnected from that. We're worried about a lot of external things. So just like you mentioned, I had to, for a whole month, I had to get up every day texting my now fiance and my mother, wishing them the best in their day at work, telling them I love them. Then that not, go through that whole day, knowing that they're literally interacting with people that have this disease that's mm -hmm. running rampant in this country. Um, with no PPE, might I add. My wife gave the same fucking mask. I shouldn't be cursing, but the same fucking <laughs> mask for an entire week. And they told her, put it in a Ziploc bag. My sandwich and her mask ain't the same damn thing. <laughs> At my mom's job, I mean, she might get a little upset if I say it, but call it out. Like, they were locking the masks up. You yep. have to like get permission and clearance to even get a mask. Like, and I, I applauded my mom. Like she, the strength she showed was another bit of inspiration and a, and a bout of energy that I got because I mean, she, she's the one who got all her um, coworkers PPE, you know, she, she took a stand and the powers that be in that hospital system who might have been thinking more about the numbers mm -hmm. and the digits changed up. And that gave me, you know, motivation. And, you know, when I uh, interlay that with my energetic practices, right, every day, just, I mean, through meditation and yoga, I get visions of um, the purest moments in my life, you know, the, the moments when I felt true bliss, true happiness, and repeating that. Because it, I mean, there's also science that backs what you become your thoughts. The more you you repeat the same thoughts, the same energy, that's what comes into your existence. You know, so it's it's not easy by any means, um, but I felt the effect because if I did not have that, I I'm scared to wonder where I would be mentally um, right now. 
yeah. it's Long just frustrating. Flag. It's just frustrating to see the, that that comparison of like this not having enough PPE and finding all the excuses to not like you know you know be responsible for that duty. But when police need riot gear and everything ready, yeah. that that's available at a moment's notice. You know, yeah, no. Let's check my wife's bag on her way out of the hospital. Make sure she's not stealing a mask to protect <laughs> herself on the subway. But also, here's a tank for the police department. No questions asked. Now, CJ, we were talking a little bit about uh, just sort of everything that's happening in the world, everything that's happened in the last three months. A lot of what Christian and I like when we started this we started as a podcast now as a television show but when we started we noticed soccer was mad white in america you know what i mean and i was like how could two latinos change this how could we help change this uh you being a dude i guess manassas right is that considered the dc area mm, if if you live around there not really but if you're yeah. not from there yeah 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 because to like us it's like it seems like the closest that. big city to it but yeah. just being someone who who plays in in american soccer and happens to not be white but happens to be from america not someone that got brought in from a league outside of america um what what have you sort of have players reached out have clubs reached out has league officials reached out um to sort of to ask you uh, how you're doing, what's up, what's going on, how can changes be made? Because we've decided that we could try to help make that change just by showing a different voice, right? Not everyone is from the burbs, you know what I mean? And, you know, sort of maybe you could talk a little bit about your experience and what you've maybe some leadership that you've taken, like you said, or maybe you've been asked. Yeah, for sure. So um, first off, shouts to the many people that did reach out from all classes of race to um, find out first if like how I'm doing, that really means a lot to me. Um, I think that shows a lot about your character if you can do that. Um, and I, our general manager, Nelson Rodriguez, uh, me and him talked first, you know, he explained, he, he just kind of put himself in a place of vulnerability, right? He, he understood that, wow, like I was blind to it. It's like, maybe I chose not to see, I, I'm not sure, but like, I wanna know what I can do moving forward. And, you know, again, very, very uh, amazing from our club because their statement was not just like everybody else coming out, oh snap, like this race thing, we've seen it this whole time, but we ain't said nothing, but we'll say something now. <laughs> yeah. you know, like, All right. He was like, nah, I don't want to do that. I want to make a pledge. He said, I want people to hold us accountable. Like, I feel like that's the only way there's going to be true change. And, you know, as I referenced them notes back there, I said, bet, I, I, I got some ideas. You oh, scrolled man. the notes out. You're like, well, let's go over the checklist, my guy. <laughs> I got some ideas. And, and again, that's where all that frustration and anger that I felt before just starts transmuting into um, uh, an excitement for what's to come because they listening now. That's how yeah, we yeah. feel. It's like, damn, they listening? Oh, snap. <laughs> you know? And it's I'm, like, it's like know, Christmas. Some, it's yeah. like Christmas. <laughs> and undoubtedly, I'm sure somebody, somebody in this whole situation will try and swing for the fences. That is their right, man. 400 yeah. years. That Now we're talking uh, oppression at the DNA level, you know? Yep. So it's not when people are talking now, it's not just their experience. It's generations upon generations upon generations. And fortunately for me, like that generational concept is something that I implement with uh, Sacred Seeds. You know, we want to build 
communities that have skills and resources to enhance their way of living for generations to come. You know, so I, I feel primed and prepped to lead this movement, bro. Like, what a time. You know, yeah. you read it in the history books, all those uh, pivotal, pivotal moments in history. And to be able to definitely confirm now that we are living in the midst of, of that. It does feel, uh, you, you know, especially everything, it, it is, uh, uh, w- w- there's a, a change that has affected everyone. And yeah. when you, and it does feel like history, we're in, we're in a pivotal moment in history. So when there's people that are like, uh, all lives matter, I'm like, bro, <laughs> you re- you've read the history books, you've right. seen the bad people, you're one of the bad people now. Right. What are you guess, doing? <laughs> guess which photo you're going to be in in the history books, my dude? Like, no. <laughs> Why you want to be on this side (laughs) you know i i I still it's actually easier thank lord for meditation because the old me (laughs) would have been coming coming at this a little different but i i have some compassion for those people because at the end of the day when your environment has showed you so much programming your whole life and every single person that's part of either your family, your friends, your your co-workers that lead to success, if they all doing the same thing, who are you to go against them? Yeah. You know? And while we were still screaming loud, like still letting it be known, still showing the facts, you know, um, it, it was easy for some people to turn a blind eye, whereas now I don't think that's the case. Yeah, and you um, you had mentioned uh, on the, in the Instagram live with Kai uh, about you know kind of the whether it's a bl- blind spot or uh, just a straight up kind of neglect from the league uh, about you know either Black History Month or just acknowledging the the, the, the contribution. The league starts during Black <laughs> History Month. And, the CCO and, games, and you know, like it's yeah. popping. Like yeah. Yeah, you got enough opportunity to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so I'm I'm, I'm interested in, in and maybe you you're already having these conversations of like how to uh, uh, kind of make change and and you know it, realistically it isn't just about um, you know uh, kind of pandering to anyone, but it's it's uh, you know what I would love to see during Black History Month and, and d- d- generally throughout the league uh, uh, every year is an acknowledgement of the com- contribution of the black player to major league soccer and how uh, uh you know you know th- their contributions to to the league and 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 to soccer in general so is there anything else that you, that you would like to see or or have you had conversations about what what can be done to kind of improve that i mean like i said we're all every black player in this league is well versed and in the black history month thing it's a known thing amongst black players uh, on teams right like uh, a couple of years ago in Philly, we had a lot of brothers on the team, you know, and Black History Month, we're in preseason. MLS is posting all the, you know, past highlights. This is coming. Oh, can y'all wait for this person to score this banger? And we're sitting here like, dang, can't get no <laughs> A hashtag. Like, not even a fun fact. <laughs> like, bro, just get all your little editorial, put 30 fun facts. Make sure, you know, set the schedule, let it post, you know, and, 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 and I say that jokingly, but fun facts can be very, um, that can bring a lot of knowledge, you know, 
somebody probably eating a peanut butter sandwich watching ML, uh, seeing MLS on the news feed. Oh, George Washington Carver uh, invented peanut butter. It's like, oh, snap. Black man made this. Okay. Or, you know, you, you stopped at a traffic light. Black man invented that. Invented that, that yeah. You yeah. know, like, why isn't it embedded within first? I mean, it's a systemic thing, right? So yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a big ask to ask these higher-ups that have been doing it like this their whole life. But we can make that big ask to ensure that they invest in the grassroots level, right? Because that's the only way that the thinking yeah. is going to change. Imagine how much that would mess up someone at a traffic light eating a peanut butter sandwich if they saw that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that would just blow their mind. <laughs> They'd be like, no, dude! <laughs> right? There, I think there would be different responses. <laughs> Uh, you know, this is a, definitely a difficult subject and, and news that came up uh, just a couple of days ago. But uh, your former teammate, Alexander Katai, was uh, was uh, released by the Los Angeles Galaxy uh, after his wife had posted a very uh, racially charged, racist uh, uh, Instagram uh, posts, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, commenting on, on the, the protests. Uh, it, it's definitely a shock uh, for us. But look... I think the, at least from my perspective, the fact that LA Galaxy acted so quickly and really listened to their, to not just their fan base, but everyone else, uh, I think it was a good sign. But what, what was uh, your thoughts uh, on sure. the whole situation? Man. <laughs> matter of fact, let me, let me sit by my tea. Yeah. You need a moment to uh, recenter? No pun, no pun intended. No pun intended, right? Bullet, bulletproof coffee. Yeah. <laughs> But sip your tea all, up. <laughs> all the tea, man. I, I'm not gonna lie. I was looking at my phone screen like, <laughs> "Come on, man! Like, for real? This is the time you're gonna sh- you're gonna show your true colors, you know." And yeah. personally, if y'all want some juice, I have I've had my own experience with Katai himself. So seeing that from his wife, all just, but confirmed what I had already known and what I had wow. already experienced. Yeah, you know, and. Again, it feels good to talk about this because I came from Philly the last week of preseason. I went through all preseason with the homies in Philly at that time, and then boom, I'm traded. Go from 60, 65% black locker room to like literally there's three black guys on the team. And one's real light skinned, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> Two and a half, <laughs> you saying? <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> Yo, y'all are black. Yo, how? What, what are you? You know, yeah. like, but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so being a, a, a minority and my, I mean, I'm just trying to, I'm on this new team. I'm just trying to show that I am uh, a worthy uh, teammate and, you know, meeting everybody, trying to talk to people when I can. And I swear, Katai did not look me in my eyes for like the first two months I was there. Or I, I was on the team. And I'm like, the whole time, I'm just like, damn, like, you come across certain players, some players, in my experience, I've come across certain, some players that they're just to themselves. They're reserved. They want to come in, train, go score some goals, get they check, call it a day. I, I know I've seen those players. I know how to deal with them. I give them their space. But, bro, like... When we're in the game and I'm trying to communicate with you something so that we can collaborate better for the team, 
and you can't even look at me in my face, what's what's going on here? You know, and I had to stifle. I had to stifle because in my head, I'm like, don't be that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't be him oh, talking about, yeah, yeah. oh, black card, black card, this black card, that. So, I mean, I went to great lengths. I remember it got so bad that I went because I, I was I swore this dude was not passing to me when I was in scoring positions. I mean, like this wow. man is at an impossible angle. I'm making a back post run. There's an open goal. He's trying to shoot it up for 90 from a, a 30 degree angle. Like, dude, I, I'm pulling up clips with coaches. Look at this. Look at these runs. What what can I do better? Because I just want to hear the reaction. I want to hear yeah, the response. Yeah. What can I do better? Looking, ah, uh, you know, ah, uh, and to be, and I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. And the response was more wasn't, oh no, nah, we don't see it. It was, damn, we see it. We don't know how to approach it. Maybe we know what it is. We don't know how to say it to you. I felt that energy off of. You know, I'm like, so, all right, I guess this, I'm just going to have to deal with this. That's just insane because it just feels like somebody's going to end up being like, oh, no, what you had to do was make a far post far post run, cut back in, be a white person, yeah, and yeah, yeah. then head it right in, and you all good. Why didn't you make that right. last How did you? When you were saying you were open, did you think about yelling all lives matter and maybe he would have passed the ball to you? <laughs> But but you know, it's my thing is I'm in in those positions. I always try to practice self-control and self-awareness. And um, I stifled the feeling for so long. I pushed away uh, that thought. And it was one game. I I, I will never forget this game now. Not just because of what happened at the time it happened, but because today, now what is going on, what recently came out in this situation, which is why I feel more empowered to speak about it as well. Mm-hmm. But typical, and, and Katai is a great soccer player. I think that's why he was allowed to get as far as he has with his attitude, period. That's it, it is what it is. And, yeah. and guys will vouch, they might not come on a, on a podcast and say it, but they in the background like, yeah, yeah. You know, tip, he, he does a bunch of players going down the line and he's just inching up the end line. And I kind of lose my defender. I'm go, I'm running near post. I'm right there. My man tries a chip past me to uh, Nemanja Nikolic, who's trailing behind me. And ball barely gets there. Nikolic, like, kind of hits it, but doesn't really. But it was on goal. And it happened to go into the goal. Everybody's happy, right? But I'm, we're playing the the uh, replay in the team video. And, like, it was so blatant. I literally <laughs> just looked to see if anybody would have a reaction. And it was, yeah. I think it was one of my Latin brothers was like, CJ, I guess you weren't open. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah dude. you could. You were social distancing. You were so open. <laughs> <laughs> just went through the hot. Just went through the rest of the video like nothing happened. I'm like, damn, all right, okay. Yeah, the, you know what? It, it just uh, even you saying that stuff now. It just it, it almost doesn't. 
I, I could understand why people would be skeptical of even thinking that racism could even be a part of the scenario. Because it's like, it just sounds so crazy to be that. You're even essentially you're sabotage, <laughs> you're sabotaging your own yeah. team, your career for, for that. Like, how could you even, it, it just seems like, why, why bring that with you on the pitch? Right, you know for 90 I mean? minutes. Don't be racist, at least. <laughs> that's, too, that's too much to ask. But look, that's it. it there's always, um, there's always somewhere that something went wrong before it got there. Yeah, right. Why don't teams more um, extensively research who they're bringing in? You know, why is it that? And, and a lot, a lot of it is a large gap in pay in MLS. I mean, the rules are just wild guys can be in this league for 10 years and just only go up 12 percent a guy can come from somewhere else and make considerably more um, than them and typically a lot you know you there's a lot of situations with that i've encountered where i mean if you're a guy that comes you don't know a lot about mls you only got a year deal with an option maybe but you get in a mill you know it's not as easy to integrate those people into groups of players that are coming out of college making $60,000, you know, Mm -hmm. but still starting next to this person, doing way more work than this person, training their ass off, staying after everybody says, oh, they're a good pro, they're a good pro, but come game day, it's going to be the money man that's on the the field. You know, so I think with with Katai in particular, and he scored bangers, like this man could score some bangers and it's just filthy skill. You know, and that's where it has to change. Why do, why do we say just because he's good and he can score goals, he can be whoever the fuck he wants to be, you know? And, and, and yeah. it, it wasn't just a race, race, racist uh, undertones. It was also other things as a teammate and in communication, communication on the field. And these are things that are now affecting your team's overall output. Like, yeah, if you're just going purely business, that's you got to rectify that situation. But of right. course. All right. Welcome back. We are here with CJ Sapong of the Chicago Fire uh, and CJ. Obviously, uh, all the news, uh, you know, I, I know after the the tense uh, CBA negotiations uh, and now, that, you know, some of that stuff uh, has settled a little bit. Uh, one asked two things. How do you feel about the, the tournament uh, and, and just playing competitive uh, football again? And how do you feel about the I've seen a lot of players publicly talk about that the, after the after the negotiations, they felt like you know it's going to be a difficult relationship to mend with the league. Uh, so, how are you feeling about both of those things? Yeah, I mean, so oh, okay, yeah. So, I would say it's hard to not take into consideration everything that's going on in America because. I've been part of different tense negotiations and players always felt like basically the, we got taken advantage of. Um, but this time was different because of also what was going on on the outside. You, you know, we, we came, players came back fit. I mean, the momentum at the beginning of the season was palpable. Like I, I could really feel like it was going to, you know, beast this, this great um, season in you know, we had already in February come to an agreement, I guess, in 
I don't know. Like the whole legal stuff, a bunch of players were like, what you told us, yeah. you know, it was done with. We were playing soccer. And then for the league to first say, now nah, we're not going to ratify that. Um, that alone was huge. It was huge. And they used COVID as reasoning to justify. It's always look at what the cuts that they're taking over here. MLB is taking this much of a cut. Da, 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 da. I'm like, bruh, we're not any of those leagues. We're a, a very different league. You got guys that, you know, are, you know, if you play in New York, a yeah. minimum salary doesn't yeah. mean you're, you're living lavish. You know, you're, you're, you got to um, know that that money's coming in to even live, you know. So for for them to use that kind of as an excuse for retracting the agreement and then adding on to all these other things while telling us we were going to do something that is not in our contract, which is go to another place during the whole pandemic, people leaving their families, people got children on the way, people got newborns, like, dang, and it, it was not very well thought out, but the pressure was just put on us, you know, and ultimately, uh, we we had we ended up having to take a stand, but that was so far down the road, bro. Um, so that that isn't gonna just go away. The whistle isn't gonna blow, and guys is gonna go back to beating up on each other. We have become more banded as a group of brothers, and now the social injustice stuff. So like, the league is gonna definitely have to look at that relationship and start treating players as if they're major stakeholders um moving forward and that's for the betterment of players league coaches staff and this country and this world and humanity if you can't now after everything you threaten to lock us out while there's protests in the street bro like dang you you really showed yeah. you with that one um and so now moving forward i mean i'm excited to play soccer but you know why i'm excited because it's a platform now that I can use for my voice, period. Like it's a platform where I can um, find I can find those channels to happiness, right? Uh, that release. But I'm do I'm literally now playing games to build a future, whether that's within myself, my community, my family. You know, obviously, ain't nobody else really looking out. <laughs> well, that's how that's what, how I felt, and I know a lot of black players have felt. Um, but now I think we'll get a little help. <laughs> um, and if, and if we don't, whew, good luck, good luck moving forward. If, if in this time you're, uh, willing to do anything, but say yes to, you know, every opportunity to, to grow, um, as a species, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it is, uh, yeah, you have to be, <laughs> it, there, there has to be, uh, you know, we've been seeing it sort of online with ev pretty much every like, uh, uh, every, empl every employer there, there was somebody, there's a, there's a great comic, uh, her name is Z-Way. She, she, uh, works for Jesus Samero and she wrote a great tweet that, that said, uh, every, every employer is currently worried that that, that every former black employee will be honest about their work experiences. <laughs> yeah. So, it's like, <laughs> so she it's also, like, she also had the tweet that said, I can't believe, uh, COVID lost a 28 to three lead to racism, which was <laughs> beautiful. 
she is automatic. Wow. So it, it, it everybody wow. has to kind of be aware of like uh, when it comes to what the what the you know it, what what feels like the the, the future of uh, you know what society agrees is is going to be allowed and what and what is going to be okay that we have to treat. Uh, everyone uh, fairly. Uh, so it, it's um, yeah, it's 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 frustrating. And, and to be honest, this I, at least for me, this was the first time I saw play. Uh, you know, I saw Jeff Lorenowitz. We had Andre Shinyashiki on, really talking about. You know, everyone was just not really happy uh, and was very honest about like it, this might take a couple years before we are you know again in good standing with, it's with the first the time we heard players start their sentences with real talk. <laughs> Yo, but on God though, on God, like it's it's kind of nice like, to see because we talk to a lot of players and it's like you know when the cameras are off and the mics are off, we hear some of the real stories about how they feel and it's like I just wish that if that got out, I think I because the fans are behind you guys through and through um, unless unless you're saying some wild shit on the internet and <laughs> bye bye <laughs> all right thank you again cj sapong for joining us man we really really appreciate it uh for you know being awesome keeping it really real uh <laughs> we appreciate it we need more of that in american soccer so uh cj is there anything you want to let people know uh before we sign off oh just you know we're moving into a new age uh, I'm excited. Uh, I would love for anybody that's listening to reach out if they want to collaborate and be part of, you know, building a new future. Uh, you can follow at the Sacred Seeds. Um, you can follow, uh, get on our website at thesacredseeds.org. Sustainable agriculture in urban areas, utilizing that nutrition, that education, that empowerment to build better people and build better communities. Um, and I thank you guys for giving me a platform to speak. And uh, I look forward to talking All right, to you. Man. Thank yeah. you, man. And make sure you follow uh, CJ on uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, Big Africa 88 one of my favorite social media handles. <laughs> Africa uh, with a K. The- <laughs> okay, that's right. Uh, and make sure you follow at Football Sports. Uh, subscribe to the Football Sports YouTube channel if you want to see full episodes. Uh, and at, at Taka Cooligans on all social media. So with that said, for CJ Sapong, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The, the Cooligans! Cool <laughs> <laughs>